<laughs> Little master. Once again, we find ourselves in the position of presenting for you another Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things podcast. Aren't we something? This is a review of what we got done on our morning show. It's the audio equivalent of showing our work. This is what happens weekdays on Planet 93.9, 530 to 10. Now, having said that, yes. sometime next week, being that it's a short month, we'll be doing a patron-only podcast. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, early next week, we're going to be knocking out another patron-exclusive show mm-hmm. just for the Dave and Darren Top 5 Things patrons. That's right. In fact, that'll probably be the next podcast we do. Probably. Yeah. Well, this is what we got done uh, on the on the radio. Hope you dig it. And, uh, you know. Yeah, let's enjoy this one. Yes, for what it is. And what it was. Here's number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. 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 There's a boxer who got in trouble with uh, some of the, some of the testing that was going on. Uh-huh. They were saying that he was uh, somebody who was doping. Uh-huh. And he said, no, I wasn't doping. I was just eating a lot of eggs. And uh, Shells and all. <laughs> so help me. I just... <laughs> I love eggs. With the shells on. <laughs> Do you remember that campaign? Uh, it was to try and get guys to eat more eggs. And it was just a guy singing, I love eggs from my head down to my legs. Scrambled or fried with my family or the guys. I love eggs. Because they decided, the, the egg council decided that eggs were being consumed by children and women just fine. But not enough guys. Not enough guys were eating eggs. And from your head to your legs, eh, it's not that far. Well, your, your, <laughs> your legs start, you know, right at the crotch. <laughs> you could have just said, from my head down to my crotch, I'm eating eggs. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting campaign, Darren. <laughs> I love eggs from my head down to my crotch. From my head down to my junk, I'm eating eggs. Connor Ben will return. From my head down to my eggs, I'm eating eggs. <laughs> <laughs> what? How do we get guys to... Not, in- not from my head to my toes. No. To my legs. Well, my legs... Right here. I'm guessing they were going with the easy rhyme. Not a ton of things rhyme with eggs. I love eggs. At the bar, I drink from kegs. That doesn't really work. I love eggs. When I drink wine, I drink the dregs. That doesn't work. From my head down <laughs> to my crotch. How do we get guys to. to I'm drinking <laughs> lots of scotch and eating eggs. I'm, I'm going through some personal issues. I'm on my own. <laughs> my wife left I on bro- account of all the eggs. Everyone left. <laughs> I'm all alone. Eating eggs. <laughs> Shells and all. <laughs> the incredible edible egg. Here, uh, this was it. This was the campaign. Sure. Uh, it was, again... To try and get us to, as men, as men, really enjoy uh, eggs. Give me that. Uh huh. Break me off a little bit of that uh, egg council magic, would you? I love eggs from my head down to my legs. 1989 government research shows eggs have 22% less cholesterol than we thought. Oh, you gotta love it, be incredible. 
What do you mean? Who? Who is we that thought that? <laughs> the Egg Council? It's 22% less. Oh, that isn't great. Than we thought. That isn't great. You, know, you this, mean collectively all of us? This 1989 survey says that uh, we all thought there was uh, more cholesterol. Uh, I love eggs from my head down to my legs. Heard the latest news about eggs and cholesterol? Look for this ad in these magazines. Oh, you gotta love it. The incredible edible egg. Well, that's an ad from 1996. Urging you, the egg eater, to do your own research. What's this? Eggs are edible? <laughs> what? They're not just for throwing at houses? That's a, that's a great point. That's a great the point. incredible edible egg. It's like the incredible edible apple. Your campaign. The incredible edible uh, sandwich. For almost two decades, your campaign for selling eggs was that they were, you can your words, edible. You can eat it. <laughs> Yes, the incredible edible egg that comes from the incredible edible chicken. <laughs> More about this chicken, if you please. Connor Bennett will return to the WBC welterweight rankings after it found that his documented and highly elevated consumption of eggs was, in fact, a reasonable explanation for the boxer's adverse finding for performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah, if you ever test positive for anything, mm-hmm. just say I've been eating eggs with the shells. You, uh... You're, you're doing what? <laughs> We've never heard of such a thing. I know. I just came up with it. <laughs> it's incredible. Tell me, tell me, I didn't. Uh, I'll just, I'll just say this: huh? eggs. It turns out are edible. Prove me wrong. <laughs> you, uh, you fellas, been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Yeah, Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? No, no I, just I had three hundred eggs this morning, shells and all. I'm driving like the maniac. This guy was set to fight Chris Eubank Jr. in October, but the event was scrapped. After the British Boxing Board of Control refused to sanction the 157-pound catchweight bout. And now he'll be fighting Bob Eubanks. Following Ben's positive test for a fertility drug that's often used to boost testosterone levels and burn fat. I've heard of that before. He maintained he was innocent. And his WBC suspension has now been lifted. It was all the eggs that he was eating, you see. Yeah. How many eggs do you have to eat to throw off a a doping screening? And he's probably thinking a at whole the time. barns worth. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you know the a old whole st- chicken coop full <laughs> of yeah. eggs. You know the old story about the fox in the hen house. I ate the fox, uh-huh. then I ate all. I the ate hen. the hen house. <laughs> The adverse finding in this guy's test tarnished his reputation in boxing. He is continuing efforts to clear his name. It's just that I'm crazy for eggs is all. Why is that so hard for people to understand? Wrap your brain around this. I go nuts for eggs. Not only did I tarnish my reputation, (laughs) I varnished it as well. (laughs) 
So take that. <laughs> it's on account of all the eggs I eat, you see. Uh, I also shellacked my <laughs> reputation. What do you think of that? What does that do for you? Anything? Get out of here. Also, by the way, eggs are edible. Sensitivity mm. is. That's something I, a lot of people don't know. They don't. People don't know these sort of things. Is that true? Only 80 calories per egg? I would imagine it depends on the size of the egg. Oh. Fair point. It ain't breakfast. I love eggs. Mm, if it ain't eggs, it ain't breakfast. I love eggs. Up to 10% of your calories should come from protein. And so eggs are a good, inexpensive source of high-quality protein. If it ain't eggs, it ain't breakfast. Oh, I love eggs. The incredible edible eggs. What do you think you got there? Bowl of cereal? That ain't breakfast. If it ain't eggs. It ain't eggs. It ain't breakfast. Wasn't there a, a gimmick at the machine shed where if you said, I love eggs, they would yeah. give you complimentary eggs? Am I, am I, no, do I have did. that wrong? They, they, I think you There got, was some sort of gimmick yes. where if you said, I love eggs at the machine I shed in Davenport, got, they would give I, you eggs. I think you got a free egg. My guess is, with everything that's going on with eggs these days, that's probably not uh, still I was a actually, valid offer. I was actually at a machine shed uh, in Rockford where okay. they had that going on. And we're having breakfast. And basically, if you say, I love eggs, you're going to get an egg, an extra egg for your breakfast. Hmm. And I was with somebody. I won't say it. I'm not going to do it. I won't do it. You don't want another egg? I won't, I'm not going to say it. Didn't want to be part of. I'm the, not. Gonna, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not your. <laughs> well, I'll say it. I'll say it. I don't have a problem. Wait, why won't you say it? I'm, I'm not, not saying. I'm it. not your puppet, man. I'm not your egg puppet. <laughs> I'm not your egg man. <laughs> I am the walrus, but I'm not your egg man. I won't say it for a free egg. I'm not doing it. Say it. They felt somehow that that would compromise their integrity as a breakfast Yeah, and the consumer? funny thing about it is they had no integrity. <laughs> so it's like, what are, you, what are you concerned with? You don't have any integrity to begin with. I don't want to be talking about how I love eggs. I'll uh, say it. That's how rumors get started. I love them. <laughs> two. 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 This next story takes some turns. Man charged after eating stolen potato chips. That were dropped by a thief. Okay, so he's not the thief. Guy was taken into custody. <laughs> this is in Memphis, Tennessee. Taken into custody after the police say that he ate two bags of potato chips that someone else had stolen from a convenience store. Uh-huh. This guy got into an argument with a store clerk because she wouldn't sell him beer. Okay. The man then took an entire display of chips and put them into his car. While walking with the display, several bags of chips fell to the ground. Yeah. And a passerby. The clerk had followed the man out of the store. After the suspect drove off, another man picked up two of the fallen bags of chips. Started eating them. Which were valued at $4.98. <laughs> oh, look. My lucky day. That man's name is Joseph Braswell. And he's the hero of this tale. Yeah. Minutes later, officers found Joseph Braswell with potato chip crumbs on his face. You can't. You're, you're not capable of putting a chip in your mouth without getting it on your face. 
<laughs> what is? Have you ever had a potato chip on your face? I mean, have I you so- ever had potato chip? I, I mean, maybe a guy, I guess it could get caught in, you know, there could be crumbs in a beard, maybe. But Yeah, you got to the- really be eating like a cartoon character <laughs> to have potato <laughs> chip. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Enough evidence to have potato chip crumbs on your face. Well, I like that they have video surveillance footage of him t- picking up the potato Sh- chips. Sure. But it wasn't until... They found the crumbs on his face that they felt then comfortable. We could seal the deal. <laughs> connecting some dots here. It was then and only then that both. Uh, yeah, no, that's him, all right. Roswell, he's he's really going after those. Just take it. Easy. They'll gonna, make more. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna lose a finger eating them like that. What are you doing? Uh, Braswell now charged with theft of merchandise of less than a thousand dollars. So I, I, couldn't, I didn't take anything. I couldn't tell you what happened to the guy that stole the entire display and all those potato chips. He, yeah. he he's not really important to this story. It's a couple chips that got dropped to the ground, and this guy thought, and he's not he's not willing to make restitution with uh, with four dollars. <laughs> he was he was he offered that. Uh, <laughs> You know you could that pay, opportunity. You could pay the uh, the five dollars, and yeah, then, uh, and then this goes away. Why should I have to pay these? These chips were dropped to the ground. Everybody knows those. This was an act of God. <laughs> <laughs> this incident happened at the Circle K, where strange things are always afoot. I mean, if you think about it, Officer, mm-hmm. potatoes are an act of God. <laughs> So somebody's driving around with an entire display rack full of potato chips. And if you want to take He's it- not really being looked after. No. Couple of bags fall to the ground, and that guy's the guy that we know about. The person uh-huh. who turns these potatoes <laughs> into potato chips, that's an act of God. Officers were called to investigate the heist and found Braswell across the street from the ransacked Circle K with telltale chip crumbs on his face. What? <laughs> he was across the street. If I get the if I can get these potato chips across the street, no one will have any jurisdiction. All I have to do is cross the street with these chips. If I cross the street, Man, you, you can't touch me. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat these potato chips here in the Circle K parking lot. Only an idiot would do that. <laughs> but once I cross the street... I'm in international waters at that point. <laughs> Cops reviewed surveillance video from the store and concluded that Braswell was obviously aware that the snacks he had devoured had been stolen. Uh, just, There's the rub. I just thought, hey, free chips. Uh, maybe that's how they're giving away samples. What do I know? Booked into jail where he spent several days before he was released on his own recognizance. Uh, by the way, his mother is talking to the Memphis news stations, saying she does not think it was necessary for her son to get locked up over two bags of potato chips that someone else had stolen. Oh. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of with mom. You didn't need to arrest him over two bags of potato chips. And also, I have spoken to my son about the proper way to eat a potato chip. He just won't listen. <laughs> 
It, police are still, by the way, on the lookout for the guy who took off with the display of chips. They must have plate numbers if they've got surveillance video of this guy picking chips up off the ground. But yeah. again, that guy who took all the chips, uh-huh. he made the good, good decision to take the chips to a different location. Yes. To the county line. <laughs> Not... Across the street from the circle, where the K. where the Circle K camera can still see you. <laughs> Number three. three, 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 three. This fellow in Texas is very proud of a record that he's uh, just set, and he's getting a lot of uh, attention for it. And I suppose on some level, it's it's kind of cool, but also given. Stories that we've had in the past, I find it lacking. Okay. This guy is in the papers for visiting Chick-fil-A and eating Chick-fil-A a thousand days in a row. Except it's impossible to do Chick-fil-A a yeah. thousand days in a row because they're closed on Sundays. It's true. After reading about a man who ate at Chick-fil-A for 100 consecutive days... This guy in Texas felt compelled to start his own challenge. Quote, I said this is Texas. 100 straight days would be nothing. So I started then. This guy's name is James Stinson, and he lives in Nederland, Texas. He has now hit his goal of 1,000 days of eating at Chick-fil-A, the only exceptions being Sundays. Well, that, that's not 1,000 days in a row. Certainly isn't. It's six. <laughs> also... Chick-fil-A's not open on, like, holidays, right? Like, if Christmas is on a Wednesday, Chick-fil-A ain't open on Wednesday. So you take away Sundays and you take away holidays. You know who's not impressed? Don Gorski? That's right, Don Gorski. Donald A. Gorski. <laughs> and that's that's where I wanted this to go back to, because that's a thing. Now that's a record. Don Gorski's record for Big Macs, that's every day. Two of them. Two, is it two Big Macs eat today? Yep. And if you remember correctly, Don has only missed the occasion where the McDonald's was shut down by a blizzard. And? And the day after his mother's funeral because her dying wish was, could you go one day without a Big Mac? He lied to his mom. <laughs> Don Gorski is someone worth celebrating. This is just somebody that goes to Chick-fil-A every day. And a thousand days. And I respect the hell uh -huh. out of the fact that Don Gorski's wife refers to him as Don Gorski. That's my favorite part of the story. <laughs> whenever, whenever they do an interview with Don Gorski uh -huh. and his wife, she refers to him as Don Gorski. <laughs> That's the sort of respect that you uh, earn. It's not given. It's earned. This fellow in Texas set the record. Uh, it says here he enjoyed a breakfast burrito without cheese or hash browns while his wife ate an egg white grill without chicken because it was Ash Wednesday. They usually order the same thing during visits, uh, although occasionally he says he will, uh, he will mix it up. Well, that's another thing. Don Gorski gets the same exact meal every single time. I think it's just the two Big Macs. And Don Gorski will take pictures of his grandchildren when they see their first Big Mac. 
This is just some guy that goes to Chick-fil-A too much. It says that uh, the Port Arthur Chick-fil-A is not the only location that Stinson ate at during the thousand days. Once he had to travel 40 miles so he wouldn't break his streak. But your streak gets broken every Sunday. So how's that a streak? It's not. And a thousand days in a row, that's cute. Don Gorski's hit something like 35,000. Big Macs, right? Yeah, since like Vietnam. <laughs> since 1972. May 17th, 1972. Gorski claims after getting his first car, the first place he went was McDonald's in Fond du Lac. He purchased and ate three Big Macs at lunchtime. He then returned two more times that day to consume a total of nine Big Macs the same day he discovered the burger. He further claims to have eaten... He two- ate nine on the day that he discovered the burger? <laughs> when he discovered the Big Mac, he had nine of them. He further claims to have eaten 265 Big Macs in the following month, which which average out to be eight and a half Big Macs a day. Now, they say he claims, this is another thing about Don Gorski that this fellow in Texas, I guarantee, has not done. Gorski's kept all the receipts. Yes, he has. And I don't say that figuratively like he's kept the receipts. Although they all have to be blank by now. I don't know, man. I feel like he applies some sort of shellac to them. (laughs) He's got to do something. Because otherwise they they would just be gone. And doesn't Gorski also keep all the boxes that they yes. come in? So this he, is this is cute that you like flat, Chick-fil-A. He flattens the boxes yes. and then puts them away as if they're like albums. Uh, Gorski claims to drink almost nothing but Coca-Cola. He rarely eats the fries. At first, Don would keep all the boxes of the Big Macs he ate in the back of his car. He met and proposed to his wife, Mary, at the McDonald's in 1975. And he has a statue of Ronald McDonald in the yard of his home. Gorski did have a single big Burger King Whopper sandwich in 1984. Never ate another one again. He's had one Whopper his entire life. No, I'm not doing that. Spit it out. Scarred for life. Gorski only tried the Burger King Whopper after his friend bet him $5 to do so. He later took the $5 to McDonald's and bought Big Macs. (laughs) That's the only reason he did it. (laughs) Gorski is 6'2", 185 pounds, and says his cholesterol level is 140. I mean, he's in great shape. He says his taste buds have always fluctuated in sensitivity, so he often eats a Big Mac without even being able to taste it. (laughs) I couldn't tell you what it tastes like. What? What do you mean his taste buds fluctuate to the point that he can't taste it? Well, maybe if you eat the same thing every day, for 50 years, I've never. You stop being able to taste it. Maybe that's what goes on. I don't think that's a thing. No? No. On May 17th of last year, Don Gorski celebrated 50 years of eating Big Macs nearly every day. Now that's a record. Yes. 50 years. Now we're talking. A thousand days and you get to take holidays and Sundays off? That's It's an insult to the to Don Gorski that this guy with the Chick-fil-A is even getting any mentions, frankly. 
It's an insult. There's a Netflix series called History 101 where they kind of document Gorski. Um, and that's worth checking out. He's also in that movie Supersize Me, the uh, Morgan Spurlock movie oh, Supersize Me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He was on the show one time. On our show? Yeah. We had Don Gorski on the show. No. Oh, Morgan Spurlock was on the show. Yes. Yes, that I remember. I can't. Don, Don Gorski was on the show? <laughs> I think I'd remember if we got to talk to Mr. Don damn Gorski. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Hey, this is Morgan Spurlock, and you're listening to Dave and Darren. Oh, we are right. Okay. How did we not just talk about Don Gorski the whole time we had Morgan Spurlock on the show? That I don't know. Mm. That would have actually gave us something to talk about. <laughs> the number one most Googled question about Don Gorski is, is Don Gorski still eating Big Macs? You know damn well he is. Why, why wouldn't he be? Oh, gosh, he's got an Instagram account, and it's just pictures of Big Macs. Well, got a new follow. <laughs> I'm going to have to, yes. I'm clicking like and follow. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes, I'm liking all of these pictures. He's on the gram, man. Gram, man, like gram a day. Yeah, I like, I, I like a Big Mac myself. We're going to take a news break here. These are local headlines from WQAT News. At, yes? What do you think Don Gorski's reaction would be to your Big Mac history? Oh, he'd be disgusted with me. Because what have you, you've eaten what, half of one? Yes. It's just not, it's not for me. He just wouldn't understand. Yeah, but I think, I know in my heart of hearts, that if Don Gorski and I were to sit down and have a a heart-to-heart talking about Uh weird food stuff that we're into, like, like eating the same stuff over and over again, I feel like we have a lot more in common. Or maybe if he heard that you've only eaten half of one, Mm -hmm. he'll be like, good, more for me. (laughs) You know, there's a finite finite number of Big Macs. I would be a bigger threat than you. (laughs) That's right. Because I have one from time to time. He he wouldn't care for you. Yeah. Taking it it away his glory. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Four. 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 Evansdale, Iowa. That's in Black Hawk County. Part of the uh, Waterloo Cedar Falls okay. area. Yeah. A woman won $30,000 from the Iowa lottery. Except, Darren. Apparently. Not so fast. Evansdale woman's $30,000 prize at the center of a lottery fraud investigation. Oh, no. Reading this from the Quad City Times website, Sandra Jean Crow, 63, turned in a winning candy cane crossword scratch ticket at the Iowa Lottery's regional office in Cedar Rapids back on November 7th. The ticket had been purchased for $3 at a Quick Star in Waterloo. Uh huh. Authorities are alleging that she was not the actual owner of the winning ticket. And she served as a straw man to shield the real winner. Huh. The person who bought the crossword lottery ticket, according to court records, was one Alvin Hans Larson III. Yeah. Now, Alvin is Sandra's roommate. Okay. Larson did not want to claim the money himself because he was afraid those winnings 
would be applied to outstanding debts and liens. Yes. Including $919 that he owed to the city of Evansdale, Iowa. He would only get what was left after all of the debts were paid. And that might not be much. That's not what I want. So instead... A straw man! He got his roommate to present the ticket to collect the $30,000 winnings, which was the top prize for the scratch game. Uh, Odds were one. It says in 3.52 for any one of the 17 prizes. Yeah, they must investigate every winning, huh? She was photographed holding one of those big giant novelty checks, you know, like they do when you go to the lottery office for promotional purposes. And she took a lump sum. Now, it's a $30,000 winnings. Yeah. She took a lump sum payout of $21,300. Okay. And everything began to fall apart a month later. Evansdale police were called to a disturbance at their home and found Larson loading up all of his stuff as if to move out. As officers stood by to keep the peace, these two were arguing about their winnings. So they wouldn't have been found out. No, they were screaming at each other about it in front of the cops. Crow is heard to say again while the police were there, quote, I cashed the ticket in. I wasn't entitled to the money, end quote. Larson then told one of the officers that was present at their home, quote, yeah, it's fraud. She's saying I want it. (laughs) She added, quote, he begged me to cash it so he didn't have to pay any money he owed. She then went on to say that the ticket was a gift from Larson. Evansdale police later interviewed Larson about the prize. Larson allegedly then told the police that the ticket was never a gift to his roommate, Crow, that what they were trying to do was maximize the profits. He complained that she controlled the money and he did not get his agreed upon share. So now both of these two have been charged with lottery fraud, Mm -hmm. which is a felony. Mm. Last week, uh, she got out of jail. Uh, His bond was set at $5,000. They never would have. This is not something that they did a hard investigation to see. Wouldn't have known. Let's go back to the tape. Did she really buy this $30,000 ticket of the Quickstar? It was on account of how they were arguing about the fraud they committed in front of the cops. This could very well be the stupidest person on the face of the earth. Well, they're both. Pretty dumb. Five. 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 Number five. I want to talk to you about some magic that happened at a Hawkeyes game. Magic. And uh, I'm not referring to the Iowa Hawkeyes. I'm referring to a basketball team in Hamilton, Michigan. Uh-huh. The Hamilton Hawkeyes, don't you know? There's a basketball game going on Tuesday night. Uh, the Hawkeyes ended up winning... Uh, 57 to 45 over uh, West Catholic. Uh-huh. While the game is going on Tuesday night, the superintendent of schools, one uh, Dr. Brad Lusk, uh-huh. announces in the student section on Tuesday night, we're going ahead and making a call. Because of the weather, there'll be no school tomorrow. Ah. Right? Yeah. So the game is is just over. The Hawkeyes have won. And the kids find out in the student section. No school. No school tomorrow. And here with the call, 
on the high school high school TV station uh-huh. is a young broadcaster named who's a student himself, Aiden Lynch. Yes, Aiden Lynch goes to the high school. There he is, the play-by-play announcer. Uh-huh. They're doing a live stream of the game. Yes, and this young man who is a student, as you can imagine, uh-huh. very excited not only about the win, of course. Yeah. But the news that Dr. Lusk has just uh, announced that there will not be school tomorrow. And see. And Lusk calls the snow day. Breaking news. Lusk just calls the snow day right here at the student section. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I've never seen that before. Breaking news. Lost called the snow day at Hamilton. Woo! No school for me tomorrow. And that's the end of the game. Zero's on the clock. 57-45. Lusk takes it home along with the Hawkeyes. My name is Aiden Lynch, sophomore broadcaster. That is the end of the game officially. As we look over at, the- uh, that's, that's awesome. That's how you do it. That's exactly that's how you how, do it. That's the sort of enthusiasm you need. I'm a sophomore here, and I just found out on a Tuesday night I won't have school on Musk Wednesday. Musk has done it. I've never seen this before. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Lusk has called it. <laughs> and Lusk calls the snow day. Breaking news. Lusk just called the snow day right here at the student section. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I've never seen that before. Breaking news. Lusk called the snow day at Hamilton. Woo! No school for me tomorrow. <laughs> I got to isolate a couple of those for drops. We're going to be hearing from Aiden Lynch for a long time. I have a feeling. And you heard the kids going crazy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going nuts. He said he was so hyped. Lynch said, again, this is a kid that's a sophomore there at Hamilton High School. Uh He said he was so hyped that he wasn't even sure what he had just said. (laughs) Quote, I don't even think I was thinking about what I was saying in that moment. I was just saying it. I was literally dancing. <laughs> I'm so glad there wasn't a camera on me to show that embarrassment. Embarrassment? Nothing. That's a moment to be proud of the rest of your life. He says, I see Dr. Lusk walking over to the student section, and I was like, there's no way this is about to happen. <laughs> is this really happening? Uh, here the kid is being interviewed by, by the news in Michigan. <laughs> this kid, this superstar, being interviewed, uh, kind of walking us through his thought process. Uh-huh. <laughs> Middle of a high school basketball game. Take a look. And Lost calls the snow day. Breaking news. Lost just calls the snow day right here at the student section. Oh my goodness. Oh, I've never seen that before. Breaking news. Lost calls the snow day at Hamilton. It's, it's worth pointing out, too, what you can't see uh-huh. is that the game has ended. Yeah. And the kids are storming the court. (laughs) 
And it's not because they just beat the other team. No, it's because, it's because Lusk just called the snow day. Isn't so it, the entire student section is going bonkers. They're going bonkers at center court because now, of the snow day. Isn't it interesting that collectively as human beings, we all agree that we would prefer to do nothing if that's what we could. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> no school for me tomorrow. Uh, maybe it's close to the uh, Al Michaels call. Do you believe in miracles? Maybe not. Blake Harms talked to the student who made that excited call today. I would imagine he was still just as excited today. Yeah, I made sure to schedule the appointment late enough, the interview, so he could sleep in a little oh, bit. Right. But, uh, Aiden Lynch is a sophomore in Hamilton announcing games online for the school. I asked him today about what he saw that led to that epic call. I just hear the student section chanting snow day, snow day, and calling Dr. Lusk's name and asking for him for a snow day. And so then it got towards the end of the game. Final seconds were down. We had obviously won the game. We had the ball. The seconds were counting down. We were up. And I see Dr. Lusk walking over to the student section. And I was just like, there's no way this is about to happen. And I watched as he called it, and I kind of just assumed I was hoping I was right that by the reaction of the student section, he had just called it. And so I was excited because I didn't want to wake up at 6 a.m. anymore tomorrow. I wanted to sleep in. So I got up and I just started going nuts on the live stream. That's incredible. I think my favorite line from you was, uh, I'm not going to school tomorrow or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, no school for me tomorrow. That's what and it I was. Think, so, I, mean, I think go ahead. when I was saying that line, I was literally dancing. And I'm so glad that there wasn't a camera on me to show that embarrassment. But I was up there dancing while I was saying that because, I mean, snow days are what we look forward to nowadays. The joy that this kid has. Uh, it, as you mentioned, the very human reaction Every to... Every one of us I would got, rather yes. not have to do anything. Oh, <laughs> I don't have to do anything tomorrow? Oh. That's great. Well, congratulations to this young man uh -huh. and, and all those kids. I hope they enjoyed their snow day. No school for me tomorrow. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. That was Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things podcast. Thanks for listening to it, downloading it, subscribing uh, to it. Everything. Yeah. We'll have more for you in the very near future. And in fact, the next podcast that we post will be the patron exclusive. It's a Valentine's Month spooktacular. Until <laughs> we get a chance to do it for you then hang those kooks you stay classy and safe quad cities come on quad cities representing this is for the quad cities reference by davenport yeah we keeping it locked rock out come on and it just don't stop east moline yeah they keeping it hot it's over johnny it's over nothing is over nothing you just don't turn it off um i just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! Your time is up. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.